Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the awesome.com NBA strategy show presented by No House Advantage. I'm Dave Lochran at Lafay underscore D on the Twitters, L-O-U-G-H-Y underscore D for those of you podcast listeners out there. Joined by the fella that was uh, joining me in a picture yesterday, Josh Engelman at Josh Engelman on Twitter. After four years of doing shit, literally almost four years, I think it was July of 18. I finally met this fella as he passed through my way on his trip to the airport. And we had a we had a nice time. What's going on, man? Not too much, man. A little tired. Yesterday was a long one. I was yeah. up and down the East Coast, but that's fine. We, we enjoyed a nice lunch at a killer burger. Uh, did some drinks afternoon. Rip, yeah, did some afternoon shot. shots. Yeah, <laughs> did some afternoon shot. shots. Yeah, we had some fun. We had yeah, some fun. We, we got into did. it. It was a good time, man. We'll do it again for sure. And absolutely. People had asked, did you see all the questions? Oh, you tell me there's not a yearly awesome get together. Uh, there's not. There's got to be. There's got to be. Yet. Jordan Klein's setting it up, dragging his feet. Yeah. So we'll get nothing done. Jordan, we're, we got it set up. We good? Oh, you're, you're, you can't do everything things. around these parts. You produce things, including team vacations. Things are yeah. things, things are in the works. We're working on it. Yeah, produce I got me you. in it, Chicago. It's actually not Jordan dragging his feet. It's just a process, but sure is. It's funnier that way. But uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. May one day, maybe, maybe we'll just do like uh, again. Everybody get together and. And everybody can come out. Who knows? But it was a good time. And it was uh, it, it was nice to hang out. And here we are back at it once again on a Thursday morning. You and I haven't done shows together for oh, for probably like two weeks now because, well, Monday there were no games. So yeah. we didn't have live before lock. And then Sunday and, and the previous Thursday, you were vacationing. So I was now I we're was. back to the one game slates of which you and I crushed last year deep into the into the finals towards the till the until the end of that so yeah. back at it again these showdown slates are different um as always it's it's so tough to I, two game slates at least you have some value it's gonna do you think it's gonna be tougher to find value going forward in these sites or do you think the sites are just gonna price it so it makes it at least somewhat achievable i mean the further you get deeper into these series the worse it usually gets barring injuries uh you just rotations get tighter and everything sort of stabilizes like game five game six game seven barring any covid or sprained ankles or anything like that uh it gets to be really difficult to figure like you 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 don't get new people the only way that you're getting those sort of minutes are in like extreme blowouts you kind of just either have to think correctly with the coach or legitimately just get lucky on the hot shooting Pretty much. And we've seen that, though, like Peyton Pritchard in game one. Yeah. Right? It, that That's not always going to be the case that he just gets a ton of minutes and and, and shoots well. But he did. And, and he was a, an integral part uh, in any winning lineup. So it happens. It definitely happens. By the way, hit that thumbs up if you haven't done so yet. Welcome to everyone that's hanging out with us this morning. We're happy to have you with us. But yeah, 16 likes right now. Oh, God. That, it's not great. It's not great. It's not we'll great. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll if get you don't there. want to hit the like button, guys, go ahead and gift a subscription. Right. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. It, it's it's funny, too, because yesterday and subscribe to the channel, by the way. So Josh yesterday had we were sitting down and he, he's like, did you know you could gift memberships now? I said I did it. And then I don't know what a couple minutes later, we see Jordan pop up in Slack saying the exact same thing and yeah you can gift membership so apparently jordan lockhart our, our, our guy jordan lockhart gifted like 30 of them during live before lock yesterday so he kicked it great. off nice yeah that's great i just assume our jordan has somehow bugged my phone and is listening to my conversations right, stealing my look, ideas looking for insight looking for yeah. for for innovation that's not actually his yeah Exactly. Much it's like just, me being in front of everybody on trucker hats, I was ahead of everybody on this. Great minds think alike, Josh. Great minds think alike. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but uh, yeah, happy to have you guys here. Christopher, what's up, man? And uh, Tony, whatever you got going on, hope it gets better, brother. But nice to see you with that iced out badge 
in here back again. You can hit that join down below too. Get the free super chats each month, custom emojis, mostly those sweet badges. I mean, the blue iced up ones are sick. Wait till we get to the two year badges. They look even better. Yeah. Uh, and of course, we'll always prioritize your questions and comments along with our premium Discord members. All right, let's let's not belabor the point here or, or the, the 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 small talk. We can get into a little bit of conversation. What? Ah, never mind. What? I, Go no, ahead. I, what? What do you got? I can't. I can't. It's not. It's not right. Uh, it's not right. Uh, it's, let, let, let's talk. I'll, I'll hit you. Let's talk a little bit of basketball here. So I'm ball, so confused. I have no idea where you're I know, going. I know you don't. I know you don't. And I, I am not, I hate doing this to viewers where like, oh, what was he going to say? And then I don't say it. I think that's a cop out. Yeah. You know, and it's a scumbag move. But this is, this is one of those. And it's not even like, it's not even bad. It's just, I, I shouldn't say it. So it's not like a cancelable offense. It's not like it would offend anybody. Well, it would offend one person. <laughs> <laughs> I could take a couple guesses then, I guess. NBA, Boston and Miami, Boston Celtics plus three and a half, 208 and a half total. So let's, uh, let's zoom out. Take a 30,000 foot view here. That is the correct I had one way. of those yesterday. Correct. Yes, you did. Correct way to say it. As people say, I always take 100,000. No, it's a 30,000 foot view. As you if you are shit. in an air. 100,000 feet of fucking moon. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know where the moon is. But like a 30,000 foot view is, is feasible because, you know, you, you fly, right? How and far away is the moon? Uh, I don't know. It would take less time to yeah. get to California from here. Yeah, well, like by foot or? <laughs> do, do you not remember? Shaq do you said know the, that. Do you know the answer? No, but hold on. Shaq said that on a, on a live stream. He's like, you can see the moon. You can't see California. <laughs> I mean, this is a guy that thinks that you get less gas by filling it up at the halfway point. Oh, that's the point. best. What a treasure him and Chuck are. 240,000 uh, miles, by the way. How much? 240,000. That, that doesn't seem like that much. I mean, it simultaneously seems like not a lot and more than I can comprehend. <laughs> 240,000 miles, right? Yeah. Okay, My wife didn't so, want to drive 50 miles. Once. So for me, that's like driving up and back from California 40 times. I feel like we just did this math to find out how many oysters somebody ate. <laughs> <laughs> California is what, like 3,000 miles, give or take? So yeah. divide that by three, divide 240,000 by 80, or by, by 3,000, that's 80 miles, or 80 times. Yeah, 40 round trips to California. Up and back, 40 round trips to California. It's not as bad as I thought. No, that would, that seems perfectly reasonable. I I legitimately had no idea what the answer was. I don't know. If you ask me, um, I would say whoever was in the uh, Apollo Eleven had it easy. Wait, which one was that? That's not the bad one, is it? Wasn't that <laughs> no? No, wasn't the Apollo Eleven the first one that went to the moon? I don't. I was going to say that that was the one that exploded, but I don't remember. No, that was the Challenger. Oh yeah, I tweeted about that once. Oh, that's good. Right next to, <laughs> what did you? What could you have possibly tweeted about the Challenger? I don't know if I could say it, but it's not bad. It's not. Uh, no, it's it's really not. But you know, some people wouldn't like it. It was in reference to, uh, you know, if I would have ate that Nashville hot chicken sandwich. <laughs> something like that. Gotcha. By the way, uh, uh, 238,000 miles. It's just, I can't even wrap my head around that. What about the, what about the planets that are measured in light years, dude? Dude, the sun like, is 92 not even million miles. miles. Yeah. Yeah. 92 million. Now, see, that seems pretty extreme. I wouldn't want to make that trip. It takes us three days. It takes a spacecraft three days to make it to the moon. Right. I mean, it just seems. That's, that's quite the road trip. Yeah, it seems easy. I guess I shouldn't say road. There's no road involved at all. It would take me more time to get to California in a car. Yeah. You know, would, would you go to the moon? 
You have to get through that radiation belt, that Van Allen radiation belt, I believe they call it. That's a little bit concerning. Uh, do I think anyone's ever gone to the moon would be a better question. Okay, go. Not sure. I think it's suspect. I think it was during the space race and, uh, you know, you're trying to assert dominance. Am I crazy? Maybe. If you had to bet on it right now. Did we, did we land on the moon? Did, did we, did someone land did on the humans moon? humans land on the moon? Yeah. If I had to, like, okay, if, if you're just giving me like even money odds and I'm, and I'm just saying like one or the other, and then I find out, I would say yes, but it would be, I, I would very much lack confidence in that bet. Okay. You know, that would be like me betting the over under in tonight's game. I have no idea. Like, I just have no idea. Okay. What about you? You think we landed on the moon? Firm. Yes. Firm. Yes. Yeah. But that's just because you believe what you're told. <laughs> Here's my answer. If we didn't, I don't even believe space is real. Okay. That's the only way that I can go there. Really? I think it's way too big of a thing to fake. Why why haven't we gone back in, in 60 years? Sucks. I know they'll be like it because it sucks. It's the same reason we don't no, vacation you're, to you're shitty places. Me no one would want to get like high resolution video and, and, and stuff from the moon. Yeah, we have that. We just send a uh, like a Roomba right, but to, like with we, a <laughs> GoPro on it. <laughs> I know, but I'm saying, and you're right about that, right? Like we had the Mars rover and everything, but that stuff's not interesting. I want someone out there with a GoPro and, a, and one of those wicked golf carts. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I just don't think we have to. That's the thing. We, we, we can send things up there that we can send a robot up there with whatever we want. It'll scoop stuff up and take all the pictures we could possibly want. And no one has to go up and find out that there's nothing there that matters. No, I know. I, I think we probably did go. And I'm not go blue. I'm not a conspiracy. I always find it funny when people talk about like the conspiracy theory stuff with the moon because it doesn't hurt. This is not a conspiracy theory that hurts anyone. You know, people no. like what? You don't think we went to the moon? My God, you are an animal. I mean, yeah. You're you're unsafe. Like, no, especially at this point now, it's meaningless. It does not matter if we if we did or we didn't. Right. It is meaningless. But it, yeah, it was. Do now it is right at the time, but that's what I'm saying, Josh, at the time, it wasn't meaningless at all. It was huge because yeah. we were in competition with some other superpowers across the globe, you know? Oh man. So I'm not saying you, you I'm would not you saying go? you go blue. I'm not saying you said it hurt anybody. I'm saying that a lot of people look at all conspiracy theories the same. Although I guess I am a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> like if we could go, would you want to go? To the moon? Yeah. So I asked this question the other day. If you could go, like, if you could go to space for free, would you do it? And I would go in an instant. Yeah, I'd go in a heartbeat. Yeah, like, moon? I mean, people, like, Strahan just did it. Uh, you know, like, Bezos, obviously. Like, I would do one of those. But, like, you, okay, going to the moon, though, is a little bit different, I feel. I, I think there might be some more risks associated with that. Would you? Would you go? Probably. Yeah. I'd want to like hit a golf ball and just watch it go forever. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. You bring, uh, you bring, what are those dudes names to do all the trick shots? You bring them up there. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I would just be so afraid to like jump and then fly away. I, <laughs> I don't know how I gravity works, man. I don't, I don't think you would fly away. They would, they know. would rope you in. They'd lasso well, you. I would hope so. Yeah. You got to be on like a bungee cord, right? Dude, perfect. I, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I hope so, man. I would go up there. I would want to go on one of those wicked golf carts. The one, like the the buggy, like an Armageddon. You know what about what? yeah, yeah, they yeah, like they drove around in Armageddon. Yeah, and and it just like goes over a rock cliff and cruises. I mean, it'd be you, the sickest thing. Float. Tell me, so tell me, we shouldn't go back if we've been if we've been there. I just assume it sucks. Yeah. Like think Michael, about think about the most boring place you could possibly go here. 
like on the planet already it's that yeah so like somewhere in the in the in the plains like in the midwest yeah like we're not going to get a right exactly like the entire middle of our country straight whatever third is down the center is might as well be the moon to me the flyover states yeah yeah like some kansas cornfield that's the same thing i probably can't get a starbucks there either yeah but you could see the earth what do you mean oh like from the moon can't you oh i mean i would imagine that's the coolest shot in uh one of those david attenborough docs is the shot back at the earth which just not okay for me yeah and no jojo idaho is sick dude look up look up look up i no i'm serious look up like cordial lane quarter lane in in idaho one yeah, of the idaho, team idaho for me yeah, yeah one of the sickest places i've ever seen now idaho is for real like if it wasn't freezing for half of the year i would definitely move to idaho hands down i would all right Joseph Ramirez says we're known for wheat, not corn, Josh. Well, I'm <laughs> gluten intolerant, so I don't want to be there still. Are you? No. I was going to say, you just ate a burger yesterday. It was delicious, too. All right. Uh, Boston and Miami. Michael Dixon, get the fucking basketball. All right, pal. It's a one-game slate. Just for that, we're going 15 more minutes on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> a subject of which we know nothing about. I could not know less. You know what is interesting to me, though, is the fact that, like, Perfect. many of the planets, they're not even, like, they're just gas planets. Like, why are they even planets? They're not even, you know, there's no, like, rock. They don't even know some of them if there's a, 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 a like, there's a, I guess there's a core deep down, but they're just gas. I, so I'm mostly gas to begin with, but that's neither <laughs> here nor there. That's not a planet. I just watched something about planets, actually, yesterday. It was a a visual of what every planet would look like in the sky if it was the same distance as the moon. This is actually oddly fitting. Saturn and Jupiter are terrifying, man. It's the whole sky. Oh, yeah. I don't, you don't realize how big those things are. Jupiter has like eight moons. Yeah, it, it was incredibly scary. Yeah. I watched one. That, I watched a video of what would happen if you were dropped into their atmosphere like and onto it. And all of them, it's just like you're dead before you're even close. You just oh, melt. you're incinerated in like a second, I'm sure. Or there's just yeah, or, or it's just insane. What do I say? Noxious gases. Just like you're just dead. You're, even yeah. if you're not incinerated, you die from yeah. from being immediately poisoned. So we live in. A, I, I like our. I like our um, planet the best. Yeah, it seems like we've got the best one. It does. Of all of the ones we've ever found, ever. And people talk about Which, isn't that convenient. Isn't that really convenient? It's We're the only place. Meanwhile, people want to like go, you know, create civilization on Mars. Why? You want to talk about shit. Can't even I'd breathe go, there. I'd go right now if I could. See, that's ridiculous. No, you would not. If I could just be alone. <laughs> You'd be alone. All right. You'd be like that movie with Matt Damon. Do you know how many times I've watched that movie? Jealous. What's the movie called? Martian. The Martian. It was okay. It was fantastic. I read the book. Interstellar was way better than The Martian. I don't agree, but I like them both. Okay, that's fair. Interstellar is one of my favorites, but I'm also a big, big Matthew McConaughey guy. Like that, that's my dude. He is unquestionably unbelievable in that role. But, uh, and I don't mean like his performance is exceptional. I mean, like, I don't believe him as an astronaut. Oh, come on. Come on, man. He can't be like the smartest engineering astronaut and Magic Mike. I know he's not Magic Mike. I know that's the other one, but like you know what I mean. Stop it. He and and Water and Waterson. You mean Waterson is able to travel through space time? Dude, he was Russ Cole in True Detective, and that was believable. That's different yeah. than Magic. Wait, Magic Mike was was uh, Channing Tatum. Yeah, but like you know, he's in the movie, right? I I don't know. I never saw it. I don't know. I don't remember his character's name, but you know, it, it gets the point across. Okay. So you have Jimmy Butler coming off. There's a segue for you. Jimmy Butler coming off a 41 point game. Yeah. 41 points. He had 17 to third. He just went nuclear in the second half. That's he, he shot set. He got to the line 18 times. He shot 17 for 18 from the free throw line. Truly crazy stuff. Chris Middleton would have had 42 points, man. What's that? Chris Middleton would have had 42 points. Yeah. <laughs> 
Tyler Hero was like the only other guy to, to really make a dent in Miami that game. And then on the other side, I mean, Jason Tatum was was good. He was fine from a DFS standpoint. He just didn't come close to sniffing Jimmy Butler. I mean, Butler was <laughs> outrageously good in that game. Yeah, look, 17 of 18 from the line is crazy. I don't think any of that was nonsense. I think he earned most of that. He had a truly exceptional game. There's not really anything else that can get added to it. I think it's going to help dramatically to have Marcus Smart back today. I hope that he's not compromised at all and they could just sort of do it. It sucks that there's still no Al Horford. I think Al Horford is more important to the Celtics than Kyle Lowry is to the Heat. But, you know, it's basically a wash now for older veteran players from your starting lineup that can't play today. So there's not much more I could add there. But, I mean, I think everything begins and ends with Butler today. That's crazy thought because Butler has been – Butler has been someone that is usually projected a lot lower than, than not. Well, yeah, I think he was like, we had him five points low, everywhere across the industry. Butler was projected significantly lower than Jason Tatum last game. He was also cheaper than Jason Tatum. Yeah. Uh, now he's not, I mean, it's very similar price points for sure. Right. Like, even if you're looking at the captain spot, 59, 15, nine for Tatum, 16, five for, uh, for Jimmy Butler. But I, if if you're I, I would actually want to see if I crunch some some lineups here, just unadulterated crunches and see how much I get uh, Jimmy. Account. I don't know if you've done that yet, but I am. Interested. I have. You have. I okay, have. Yeah. yeah. So, so what do you get? So my data looks pretty similar to what our current ownership looks like. I think you get to someone. I think you get to Tatum slightly more frequently than you get to Butler in the captain spot. And I think that you get to. Butler the opposite way in utility. No, sorry. Am I saying, maybe I'm saying that in, maybe, am I saying that flip-flopped? You get to Tatum slightly more at utility. You get to Butler slightly more at captain uh, because right. of their pricing. Sorry. The cheaper guy is in the utility spot slightly more often. Is it easy to make decent lineups with Butler or Tatum in the, in the captain spot today? Yeah, I think so. Uh, because, and it's, it's going to create a lot of similarity in my opinion, but, I think the easiest way to do it is with someone like Gabe Vincent, who to me is just not priced correctly for what his role is going to be. 4,400 is just so easy to get to at utility. And then because Horford is still out, it opens you up for a, some value out of either Daniel Tice, or if you think Kayla Martin continues to get minutes, only uh, the flat minimum a thousand today, if he can play like 10 minutes again, um, you can pretty easily get to Butler and Tatum. Yeah, the Gabe Vincent price point does seem really good. It's funny, though, because, you know, last game you had Peyton Pritchard at 3,600. He played 30 minutes. He didn't even shoot particularly well, but he, he was he was not afraid to shoot. He still had 18, 5, and 4. He's 4,800 now. And then you had Robert Williams, who was 4,800 in that game, is now 6,200. Talking about utility pricing here, 28 minutes, Six for eight, 18 and nine, strong game there. So two of the the, the key players last game that would have been uh, in, in, in the optimal and in most winning lineups are more expensive, but it does give you Gabe Vincent. Are there any other cheaper options that, I know you mentioned somebody like Tice, but Dwayne Dedman, if he plays another 11, 12 minutes, there's not a lot down here. Now, uh, Dedman, probably not the guy for me that's going to take probably some foul trouble and even then i don't know if they would just go to pj tucker at the five instead i don't think there's a lot of like meat on the bone for deadman in this series if horford were around that might be the case but i don't think that really stands here so to me it's caleb martin at a thousand daniel tice at 1800 that's it I mean, to me, that's that's honestly it. Like, I don't really like. There's no way you're going to forty eight hundred dollar Peyton Pritchard. To me, he you don't put him in a single lineup today. No, I mean, uh, smart expected changes. to play. You know, I'd, like Oladipo's fifty two hundred. That's an outrageous price tag. Uh, I mean, like PJ Tucker at forty six hundred, but that's I don't think that's like news. I would have happily gotten the Pritchard at this price point if if Smart was not expected to play. I mean, I wouldn't have felt wonderful about it but knowing that he could play 30 minutes i would have been fine the problem is you need marcus smart on the floor you need his defense especially when jimmy butler uh is just killing you in iso 
and you don't expect to have Al Horford there to defect uh, to defend the paint. He's doubtful for this one or highly unlikely to play today. Uh, that's a problem. So I think you come in or you, you see this game and Marcus Smart comes in and assuming that he is at, at full strength, I'm assuming he will be. I, I, my guess is they held him out and he's fine. He's going to play close to 40 minutes. Excuse me. I gave him 36 uh, just because little, you know, little nervous coming back of what his injury actually was. Uh, it still That's looks good to if me. He's good. Yeah, like still looks good to me. You know, showed up in 35% at the utility. I, that's like a your normal starter spot. Would it surprise me if he played 40 minutes? Absolutely not. But um, I just, I'm a little wary on a guy coming back. Okay. With Horford being, let's just consider him out for now, highly unlikely to play. Do, do we look at a, a Grant Williams again, who was – the thing with Grant Williams is he was already playing a lot of minutes. And you want to talk about one of the most volatile players left in the postseason. It's clearly Grant Williams. I mean, he can literally, he can legitimately play 35 minutes and finish with, you know, five fantasy points. He did it in, in game, uh, in game five against Milwaukee, he played 31 minutes and had three fantasy points, which is nearly impossible to do. And then he attempted 18 threes in game seven against Milwaukee. So, I don't know what to make of him. Game one against Miami was dreadful, but where are we looking at with him and Robert Williams, even though his prices come up? So Grant Williams, not grading out all that well for me. I think 5,400 5, price, a little bit more lofty than I'm looking for here. It's the second most expensive price he's had in all of the playoffs, other than being having the exact same price in what looks like one, two, three, four game five against Milwaukee, by the way, in game five against Milwaukee, he had three fantasy points. So uh, didn't quite get there on that in one. 31 I, minutes. Yeah. Not, not ideal. And I think he's playing comparable minutes here, but um, I'm, I'm not a huge fan. I just think that the price is a little bit too inflated. It'll get some shots, but this is a different series now. And I, I just think that he's too costly. Robert Williams, I'm much more likely to go to. Uh, the fact that he was able to play 28 minutes in his first game back there to, after not playing for 10 days and basically not playing a ton, uh, even in that game 10 days ago, I gave him 28 minutes. And I think that he could pretty easily get to 30 or 32 if he needed to. He looked energetic in game one. I was happy to get there. So I have him as my sixth best utility play today. 6,200 seems like a really nice price tag. 28 minutes, and I think there's upside. Okay. And we'll definitely hit on some maybe captains that aren't at the top tier of pricing in a minute. But let's let's get into a couple of these mid-range plays. Before we do, though, no house advantage. I don't know if you checked it out yet, but everybody that signs up there for the first time gets a $25 Deposit bonus when you use the promo code AWESOMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O. Uh, very cool format over there. Prize, uh, player prop tools. At, sorry, player prop contest. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night. It, it's, been, it's been a tough morning, let me tell you. I had a great <laughs> night's sleep. This wasn't even like a, a baby thing, having a baby. This is just, you know, you have those nights from time to time. For sure. But, Give you an entirely new way to enjoy DFS with player prop contests. 100% peer-to-peer help to level the playing field. They have an insane amount of props over there. Large offering of props. All of the tools that we built for No House Advantage, No House Advantage projections and the optimal lineup tool are free over at awesomeo.com, which is solid. And, of course, they can be found in the App Store, the Google Play Store, or at nohouseadvantage.com. One of the big things, too, is that all the props over there are static. They don't change. You're just taking the over or the under no juice on either side. And if something moves throughout the day, it's not moving at no house advantage, which you may say, we may say, oh, I don't get any advantage there at all. You do though. People will always miss that stuff and you're playing against the field. So with these lineups, you're putting a guy in the, at the top that you, that you have the most faith in and, and, and it gets the most points. The, the prop that you're least confident in goes at the bottom. So you're really just building a lineup without salary, but you're doing it with player props. Uh, and you get $25 but to deposit bonus when you sign up using the promo code AWESOMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-L. Remember, use the free tools, use Odd Shopper, use our player prop tools, and uh, beat the field over there at nohouseadvantage.com. All right. It gets a little weird once you get into the, the hero and, 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 and Max Struess type of guys because, as we saw last game, Tyler Hero can have a, a game where he ends up being optimal, he could also have a game where he shoots poorly and ends up being an afterthought. 
The very same thing can be said for, for Max Struess, who had two straight double-doubles, which is completely unsustainable, and then was, you know, modest at best last time out. Yeah, and I see both of those guys as, like, the exact same play today. It's kind of crazy. Okay. It's so crazy, in fact, that, like, they literally are in my Sims at the exact same rate at the utility spot, 28%, both guys. I don't know how you separate either one of them. Hero played a little bit. Hero's just playing a little bit less than I expected him to play just in general in the playoffs, which I find interesting. I mean, obviously, Duncan Robinson's playing a lot less in the playoffs than I was expecting. So it, it can't be all that bad for Tyler Hero. But if you've got a lean on Hero or Struess, go with it. I think relative to salary, both of these guys are the exact same play today. Yeah, Robinson did not get on the floor last game. Now, I don't understand it. I really don't. I guess it's just that Max Struess can do anything that Robinson got paid yeah. to do, except he's doing it better right now. Yeah, that's, that's really, I, I guess that's the answer. I don't know what else it would be. I don't think it's a personal vendetta, you know, with no. Eric Spolstra just not like, I, I'm, I'm joking, but yeah, I don't. I mean, like when I say I don't understand it, I obviously understand it. I know why he's not out on the floor. Right. I'm just surprised it's happening. Yeah, but there's contract, not a lot of ambiguity. He's not good defensively. Like we know the answer. <laughs> yeah, Max Drew's definitely better defensively, and that's a huge, huge asset uh, that you can run out there because Struess can shoot threes too. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, it took away from Robinson. Struess is shooting forty percent from three, yeah. and if you're getting those type of numbers, you're going to take it. We talked a little. We talked a little bit about uh, Duncan Robinson in Discord last week. I think I don't know before I went on vacation. Um, he's going to end up somewhere else next year and play a lot, and people are going to end up being surprised. He's going to have a bounce back year. I don't disagree with that at all. They're, honestly, perfect landing spot is the 76ers. Think about it. I feel like he's probably a step – he needs to be a step below them um, because I think that ultimately the Sixers and the Heat are similar – have similar aspirations. And I think we're seeing, you know, like a bit of a sign that he might not just necessarily be a later in the playoffs type player defensively. It's possible, but I think he could also be a, a, a very solid shooter off the bench in the postseason where they just completely lack that all postseason long. Yeah, are you, like, do I want to have him run out there in the second unit instead of Shake Milton? Of course. Yeah, and obviously there's plenty of teams that are just either in rebuild mode or aren't good that would take him and he would play 35 minutes per game. That's obvious. Like, we could just rattle them off. Yeah. But there's also some teams out there that are competitive but not there yet, the Sixers being one of them in their current build. They're not getting there. Duncan Robinson wouldn't get them there either, but he would definitely not hurt them. So yeah, he'll find. I think, you're right. He'll find. I somebody. said the I said the Cavs. I don't know how that would shake out, but I think he'd be a really good fit there with you know two big defensive players at the four and the five. Uh, his aspect of shooting just sort of doesn't really exist for that team. It would really open things up a little bit more for Garland too. Like instead of Isaac Okoro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I think. Sorry. I think with. Uh, I think Robinson's size fits a little bit more in comparison to like trying to run Laurie Markinen at the three. Like I think Markinen's miscast there. Some sort of swap that put Duncan Robinson in Markinen's place would be a little bit more interesting for me. But I think it's got to be a team that like needs that sort of offensive boost, that, but doesn't really have realistic aspirations of like the second round of the playoffs. Right. Sixers have aspirations for the second round. That's it. <laughs> I mean, it's true. They haven't made it past it. Yeah. That's... They haven't made hey, it at past. least you get everybody back to do it again next year. Yeah, I can't wait. What? Where do you think Bam Adebayo figures into all this? And I, I listen, I get it. I can't it. be the guy, man. What? Go ahead. I'm not going well, to... I have Bam Adebayo miles ahead of everybody else. So. I figured that would be the case, but he is... It's not just that he hasn't been good from a DFS standpoint. He's literally not shooting. I mean, his usage rates are through the floor right now, Josh. And I, I think that's a bit of an issue, okay? Like, he had a 10% usage rate in game one of this series. Over the last three games that he's played, including, you know, games five and six, 
against the 76ers and game one. He has a 12.8% usage rate. There is one player who has gotten minutes in this entire roster, on this entire roster with a lower usage rate than him over those three games. That is P.J. Tucker at 10.4%. I don't know what to make of it, and I don't know how to project him. Like, it's... I have him projected for 22% usage, and I never thought there'd be a situation where I thought that felt, like, wildly incorrect. It feels wildly incorrect, but I don't know how to make that change. He's very, very clearly the second-best player on the Heat. I think that there are ways that he is the best player on the Heat, and he is just not showing those things oh, at all. Oh, you just hate Jimmy Butler. <laughs> you just hate Jimmy There's a universe never, where Bam Adebayo is just dropping, deal. like, 30 and 15s in this playoffs, too. Without Bam, the Heat are probably in trouble. Without yeah. without Jimmy Butler, the Heat are screwed. Yeah, I completely agree. You just hate him. <laughs> Do you have an answer for this? Because I don't. Is he hurt? Do we just not know he's hurt? Uh, my my answer, honestly, is I don't think it's necessary to get to a ton of them. Like. He's not that much cheaper than Jalen Brown and Jalen Brown is consistently, you know, getting up a a lot of shots. He's rebounding. Well, he, the problem with bam to me is I'm not saying he's necessarily overpriced, but his salary doesn't jump off the page of me. Like, man, I know he struggled, but I got to get to a a lot of bam today because that game is coming. And I I can understand that if somebody felt that way, but even Marcus smart, has been far more consistent and productive than Bam of late. So for me, it's kind of tough. He's in that price point where I could go up a little bit to Jalen Brown. I could go down a little bit to, to Marcus Smart. And, and and Bam has just been one of those guys that, I mean, hell, Robert Robert Williams is, is going to play probably 28, 30 minutes in this game. And yeah. he's a good fantasy point per minute producer. So is he hurt? I don't know. Uh, is 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 it something to be a little bit concerned about? Sure. Are you getting like, what's his ownership at right now? He's massive. He's still getting 53% ownership. He's still the fourth highest captain. Uh, that that's why to me, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Everyone's still going to go back to it. Yeah. I don't, like where is the guy that had 25% usage and 60 plus percent true shooting this year? I don't and know. One of the 10 best rebounders in the league where's that guy he's not even trying to shoot at this point like it's not even a that's like that's what i'm thinking is there something wrong with his shoulder it's possible and you know what the other crazy thing is too you might ask well is he just playing more of a facilitating role get the ball off to butler kick it out to the you know if you're in the paint get it out to some three-point shooters he has one total assist in his last three games i don't i can't i can't figure it out at all we're talking about a guy that had a like well above average assist rate this season. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's just not an assist guy. He's not participating on the offensive end like we normally no. see him do it. And I just, I'm obviously like a sample size guy. And it, it changes in the playoffs. You do, I, I think you have to be a little bit more reactionary to the matchups because it plays differently than the regular season. When it comes to guys like this, like Bam, legitimate stars, guys we talk that we can talk about in all NBA discussions, it's really hard for me to to really stray from what I think his rates normally are. He's not the type of guy that you have to wildly adjust. Like he's not matchup prone for any of this stuff. It's not like oh, this is a bad series for Bam out of bio. He's a star in the NBA. It should all just work, and it is just 10% and 11% in back-to-back games of usage is insane to me. One assist in three games is insane to me. I don't know what I can change and, like, still think that I'm making a good projection, which I think is why we're seeing, you know, I think the, the industry agrees, and I think that's why we're seeing the ownership be like it is. I'm really curious to see. It's something we should probably take a look at. I guess we probably won't be able to do it until tomorrow's strategy show, but... Well, actually, we could do it on live before lock. Um, I want to know what BAM's ownership is in high stakes in comparison to the biggest GPP. The, the way that we used to look at it for NFL games, like right. are the Sharps playing BAM or are they the ones fading BAM? 
Is it more aggressive at the top or less aggressive at the top? I, I would assume they're going to play him. But I think there's also something to be said that maybe he isn't right. And if he's not right, then I don't blame anyone for using a little subjectivity there and saying, okay, I, I don't I don't think he's right. Uh, Art said, Heat players don't care about stats. They care about winning. They've said this multiple times. Yeah, sure. But a 10% usage rate and zero production as a passer isn't just not caring about stats. It's being an entirely different player than the guy that we've seen all season long that helped get the, the, the Heat to the, to the conference championship. Yeah, like, I mean, Bam Adebayo had a 25% usage rate this season. Jimmy Butler had 26. He's not just, like, deferring to Caleb Martin because he thinks it's a better idea for the team here. Like, something different is happening. Right. I agree. Now, again, if, if it's working, I agree. Like, they're going to do whatever works to Absolutely. win the game. 100%. But, like, they go into every one of these series, I would imagine, thinking, like, we would like Bam Adebayo to do more offensively. We want our best players to do the most stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And it is, it certainly does have a lot to do with Jimmy Butler's just going crazy. Cause if you look at Bam's usage in the first two games against the Sixers, where Embiid was out, that was a spot that they could really exploit. And he did, he was solid. His usage wasn't crazy, but it came down quite a bit once Embiid returned and Jimmy Butler started to take over. So I get all of that. I'm just saying it, it's down to a point that, that is almost concerning. That's all. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by it. All right, so Bam was this. Bam was 44% in the 2K on DK for game one, and he was 46% in the $20 big GPP, so basically neutral. Yeah, and I think that's a little bit – I don't know how much that tells us because it was a – like it was a non-Horford game. I know this one coming up is too, but I'm saying people might have – there could have been an approach of, well, he just went up against Joel Embiid for for three straight, right, or four straight, and and this should be an easier spot. I don't know. It'll be it'll be really interesting to see where he is tonight in, in high yeah. stakes. I'm really curious. How do you want to approach non-Butler Tatum captain players? Like are there any guys even in the mid-range that you think could be viable as captains today? Yeah, a bunch. Uh, let me get back to the ownership just so that I don't end up speaking totally out of my ass. Wow, Derek White's out. Jesus. Okay, well. Peyton Pritchard. Yeah, well, now Neesmith can play. So everything that I said about how I don't think Neesmith is going to see the floor is different because now he will. We just freed up 24 to 30 minutes. Well, that. So. De- Dude, even when Marcus Smart was in, Derek White was playing, played 34, 32, 30 minutes. Personal. Personal reasons. I hope everything's okay. Uh, Personal reasons in the middle of the Eastern Conference Finals generally not a great thing. Hopefully it's like the birth of his first kid or something, but I'd skip that. (laughs) Would you? No, man, just zoom into that shit or something. Would you skip it? Yes. 100%. If I'm playing in game two of the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah. And I play, yeah. 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 So film it. I'll watch it. It'll be all right. Give me the VR goggles for it. That's a tough one. I think you'd have to skip it. You have to. When, when we're saying skip, we're, we're skipping the birth of the child, correct? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a regular season game or something, adios, fellas. I got to go for a couple of days. And I... Uh... I have been through it. I, I, I saw the birth of my first child. It was good, but she's a lot cooler now that she's like almost 15 months and can play and, and run. Look, I got to ask the question. You, I think you know where I'm going with this. I don't. Did you, did you witness the birth of your first Said child? Said I wasn't going to, did. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, did. Uh, it's wild stuff. They actually make you sign something that if you like pass out you go down (laughs) i ain't no sissy josh you you get me falling on the floor i'll i'll file for divorce for my wife because that's just embarrassing embarrassing could you imagine you're in there and your wife's in all of this pain like just you know excruciating pain The, the most some of the most pain that a human could go through from what i've heard of course Sure. Although men can get pregnant. <laughs> uh, and, and I sit there and I pass out. Are you joking? Oh, that, that would not be good. 
not be. I, whew, I couldn't do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to look. But you would. That's the thing. I didn't want. No, to. I wouldn't. You don't I think wouldn't. so? No, I know. I know so. Think you'll ever have kids? No. Definitely not. Definitely not. Hundred percent. That's the plan for me, at least. Oh, for you. Well, I mean, yeah, you never like. There's no plan in place at this moment. Charles Barkley with the greatest sign ever. I think I think women be milking that baby thing. Can't be half <laughs> as bad as playing basketball on a sprained ankle. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kenny goes, because Kenny sets him up. Well, he's like, that sounds like something it? I would say on a show. So I'm proud of that quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Kenny's like, Kenny, why don't you buy a why don't you buy a wife or watch for for her birthday? He's like, because there's a clock on the stove. <laughs> and, I'm all for this. And this past Mother's Day, they brought Chuck's daughter on, who just had a baby recently. So obviously now he's like, yeah, he loves his grandkid and everything. And he's like, baby, honey, I, I wasn't talking about you. I was talking about those other women. Right? <laughs> it was pretty funny. It was he's pretty the good man. Stuff. The absolute man. Well, uh, I mean, uh, we might as well give it like five minutes on the trickle-down effects. Aaron Neesmith is going to become yeah. incredibly popular. Well, not incredibly popular, but like Aaron Neesmith is now very interesting at $1,000. Peyton Pritchard at 4800 is now more playable than he was before. Oh, it's gross. Uh, Daniel Tice probably looks slightly better here. Although, in not the grand really scheme of things, though. probably doesn't matter. Like... Tice and Robert Williams split the 48 minutes in game one. I don't think it would matter, but there are now more minutes to go around. Uh, mm. Yeah, well, not really, because Smart's expected back. Yeah, but, no, like, if I take – I don't know if we see the same amount of Peyton Pritchard. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I think that's – that's reasonable. I can see them what, being what bigger, was, not smaller now. What I meant is there's somewhere around similar minutes available as there were last game. I had a Derek White in for 25 less. today. And like, I don't know. If we get Pritchard to 24 and Neesmith to like 12, where does that get me? What do I have left? So that's still six more. That's fair. Like, I've, I've got a 28-20 split on Williams and Tice right now. I think that opens Tice up to, like, 22, if need be. They're really thin. That's – Marcus Smart being able to play 40 is really important. I don't – that relationship between Pritchard and Neesmith is going to be very interesting. Pritchard had the second-highest usage rate on the team last game. He did. 26%. He is also quite likely to get hunted in a pick and roll. Probably. They, they need Marcus Smart out there as, as much as possible. But Derek White ran with the starters quite a bit too. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe you don't see Williams and Tice split all of the center minutes either today. You think they go less or more? Oh, I don't think they play alongside each other. No, I think it could be. At less. all? Who, Williams, Robert Williams and Tice? Yeah. Did they last game? No, they split 48. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think so. I think, you, I think you might just see some Grant Williams at the five and then more smaller lineups. I don't think Boston's better off getting more minutes to Peyton Pritchard and Aaron Neesmith. I think size might be a bit more important here. You could be right, but it really just depends. I mean, it depends. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like, I certainly don't have a feel for that. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if if they can if they can just space out the offense and start draining threes, that's how Boston beats you. Like, they have some guys that can do some work inside, but it's really when they're chucking up 43s per game and they knock down 20 of them, you know? So, I don't know. It should be I, interesting. Yeah, I don't. There are a lot more minutes to go around now than I totally feel comfortable handing out. 
I feel comfortable. I, I just I don't know how to go way. much higher than 36 to smart. Like we've got him at 39 right now. That scares me. That was before the white news. All right. I have I have my minutes updated right now. I'm gonna assume that the line on this game doesn't move because <laughs> it's Derek White. But I'm gonna run a new crunch to see uh what's changed, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Everyone hates Chris. Marcus Smart is back, y'all. Please play Pritchard tonight. Yeah, I know. He must not know that Derek White's out. Yeah, but Derek White is out. So minutes will open. Is it going to be the same 30 minutes? No, but it's a one game showdown site. So there's some value there. Pritchard was already playing, you know, at least 10 minutes per game. So. All right, here we go. Probably get to like 23. 24, maybe 22. I I went to 26. On Pritchard? Yeah. I, okay. I didn't have a choice. I mean, here, here's what I have. I'll tell everybody what I have right now. 38 for Smart, 26 for Pritchard, 14 for Neesmith, 40 for Brown, 42 for Tatum, 32 for Grant Williams, 28 for Robert Williams, 20 for Tice. All right. That makes sense. Like, I don't think that you could really go more than two minutes in either direction on anything I just said. Makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So if, if 26 for Pritchard is correct, he's now, he went from being in basically no lineups whatsoever for me at 4,800 and playing backup point guard minutes to 22%. Neesmith actually not nearly as prevalent as I was expecting him to be even in the 14 minutes. I guess that makes sense. He's terrible on a per minute basis. So he needs a little bit more, but uh, so I like Neesmith, Deadman, Kayla Martin. I think all of those guys look pretty similar. Uh, I've now bumped Marcus Smart up a bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's the only trickle down effect now is like Peyton Pritchard is now functionally playable. Josh, did you know that Awesome Plus Platinum for the entire month is half off right now? No, honestly, I didn't. No, because you've been gone for a while. We just started yes. this. Yeah, that's a true statement. I didn't know. 50% off the like entire it. month. Promo code Josh? No. Ugh. Every single tool. Every single tool. You name it. We've got it. For baseball, basketball, football, hockey, MMA, or you know, UFC, PGA, NASCAR, esports. We got F1 and USFL projections, soccer, tennis. If they have contests out there, we have content for it. We got the best tools you're going to find in the industry. And uh, now if you've been waiting for an opportunity to get in on a promo and get that entire month for 50% off, use the promo code NBA strategy show, all one word, all caps, NBA strategy show should just be NBA strategy, but NBA strategy show. All caps, all one word, 50% off. We got a premium Discord as well. You have Office Hours channel where you get the pros in there helping you better your game. The Boom Bust tool, the top stacks. Um, what other tools do we have, Josh? Ownership, player projections. Uh, we've got Antoine Murphy. He's a tool. Antoine. <laughs> we got everything over at awesome.com. So come check it out. NBA Strategy Show. All caps, all one word. So just go to uh, promo, awesomeo.com slash join. And uh, when you check out, use that promo code, 50% off everything on the site. You can get the Fantasy Cruncher add-on if you want as well. All right. Uh, what? That was, that, was, that, was, that was a strong one. Felt good. Tell me, how, as we close this show, and MLB is, do we have a live before a lot coming up later or do we have MLB strategy show coming up next? Uh, MLB live before a lock with Eric. What? It's not now. It's now. It's later. Later. Live before lock. Yeah. 12 o'clock Eastern time with Eric and, and Chris Pinnell. Then you got no house advantage strategy show with Greg and Terry McBride. You have PGA Live before. I'm reading everything from yesterday. Yes, you are. PGA Live before. PGA locked uh, three well, hours ago. The moment I said that, of course, I realized that that yeah. would not make very much sense. Best host in the business, folks. We, you know why I am? Because I can admit when I fuck up, Josh. Mm. Other people, you know, they just pretend that nothing happened. I think it's good sometimes. You know, back in the day, they'd say, oh, just pretend you didn't screw up. Pretend nothing happened. No. I want to draw attention to it. 
I want people to understand that even I have flaws when it comes to hosting. I know it seems outrageous, but it is true. And it makes people feel better to understand that I too am, am mortal and fallible. Make sure you're tuning into live before lock tonight at uh, I don't know, whatever time it starts. Lafayette I mean, this you. guy's so just you can see some good hosting. <laughs> good hosting. Right. That'll be at myself. whatever time it starts. We're not sure, but check out that host. I don't know. An hour before the game, man. It's live before lock. Everybody gets it. MB MLB early live before lock is actually at 11:30 today. Then the MMA strategy show. Then you got a bunch of other stuff coming up throughout the day. Josh, if there was one thing you wanted to do to be different on this slate, right? Oh, and by the way, we're not even at a hundred likes yet. So please, I mean, if you're <sighs> one of those nine people we need to get there, please take that single second. And uh, we appreciate you greatly. If there's one thing you think we could do today to be different, but also not stupid, to put yourself in a, in a decent spot, whether it's ownership, whether it's just lineup construction, that's a lot different. Is there anything right now, early in the day that you think makes sense? I mean, before this show started, we had Gabe Vincent projected for 26% ownership, 24% at utility. So let's just go with that. Uh, I have him in the optimal lineup 40% of the time. I think Gabe Vincent is the easiest guy to go to. Uh, he is my highest leverage play as of right now. So I think that has to be my answer of, how to be different. Not that he's like different, different, you know, he's still in a quarter of lineups, but the, the best answer that I can give is that my highest leverage play for right now is Gabe Vincent. We'll see if that changes after the, um, the news for Derek white. I can't imagine it matters all that much. So I think Gabe Vincent's underrepresented at 4,400. He's the starting point guard for the heat. And it doesn't appear that they like taking him off the floor. I think you make a very good point there. I was surprised to see how cheap he was as well. Whew. All right. And yes, Rosa Music, you are right. The YouTube overlords are watching. It's 1984 up in this bitch. George Orwell's 1984, but right here in the YouTube channels, Josh. So, you know, people got to help us out. They can gift super chats, not to us, or not, I'm sorry, not super chats, memberships. Not to us, but to the community, which is pretty cool. You'll be a, a beloved member of the community. Yeah, what, what's it called? A, a philanthropist? You'll be a, an awesome old philanthropist. Well, an, an awesome old full-on rapist. Yeah, th that that is one phenomenal way to incentivize people to gift super chats. I thought so. Best host in the biz, right here, Josh Engelman, folks. Anyway, follow Josh at Josh Engelman, me at Lafayette underscore D. Shout out to Jordan Klein for producing as always. We'll see you guys back here tomorrow, but actually tonight as well. So stick around. Plenty of stuff coming up. Peace. Thank you.